Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning to all of you. Good morning, good morning, good morning from the podcasting Irish Jew. How are you guys doing? Uh, today, got two things to do. This is kind of a mail it in podcast because I haven't done one in a while. I need to clean out my, we have a lot of fan mail. Um, and I, I've got, it just, it just backs up. It just backs up. Never get to what I want to talk about. But let's go through it right away. So this comes from uh, David. David sent me this article from Market Watch, which I'm calling um, <clears throat> bullshit on uh, the moneyest. You guys know the money. Y'all said not not all of you, of course, but everyone's like, oh, look, the moneyest. And it's this kind of actual Jewish looking guy with glasses and uh, curly hair. And it's it, it's so Eugene, dude, I'm calling Eugene on your ass. If you don't know who Eugene is, Eugene wrote for Salon. Cosmo, this was the gal that claimed uh, Donald Trump forcibly bedtime fun her 20 years ago. Um, and it was the Dear Penthouse Forum, like, ooh, this, and you knew it was bullshit. And E. Jean was the same thing, except it was girls. So I have a husband, but I have a mistress, whatever a male <clears throat> side piece is, but they work together. Ooh, saucy. And and uh, but I and then after enough variables were entered into the story, you realize it's all BS, and the moneyest is kind of like that. So and the moneyest, I believe, writes for Market Watch or MSNBC, which might be Market Watch. So here it is by Alyssa Wolfson. If we looked her up, I wonder if she. Uh, I wonder what useless, non-contributing member to society she is. I don't know why I'm in such a foul mood. I'm just so sick and tired. Going to college ruined my life. I have 85000 in student loan debt for my useless degree, but only make $16 per hour. How can I cope? La, 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 la. By the way, ladies, I think me and all the other tradesmen and tradeswomen, all the real productive members in society, are sick and tired of paying for your fucking little egregious, mentally ill hobby of acting like an intellectual when you go to college. I mean, think about how spoiled we are as a society. We are so spoiled. We borrow so much money, print off so much money from ourselves. We pay you genuinely stupid people to go and play make-believe intellectual. Go to college. You have your biscotti. You have your little espresso. I am reading War and Peace. Actually, that'd be great if you guys ever read that. It's used some Marxist leftist slap written by a professor 20 years before. And then you you just so arrogant while you're being a parasite. Look, being a parasite, one thing. Being an arrogant person is another. Being an arrogant parasite, then you come out and you're going to lecture the rest of us how to live our lives and why we need to bail you out, Mr. and Miss, so freaking intellectual, so smart, so college educated, yet you're so stupid you got hoodwinked for a joke of a degree. Um, Alison Wolfson. I'm 32. Oh, is this going to read like a dating profile? It's so boring. It's so common. You're so common. You're so NPC. And the laws of economics is as the supply goes up, the value goes down. You are valueless people. You are worthless people. You are useless people. We are so sick and tired of hearing about you boring, useless, common, mass-produced people. Oh, nosies. You got the student loan. I got a case of the student loans debts. Oh, no, Zs. 
Somebody, not me, bail me out. 32 years old, got an associate's. Why are we still alive? Good. In occupational therapy. I owe 25000 in federal student loans. It's 60000 in private loans with high interest. Because my entire family are a bunch of fucking morons. My dad wasn't around. My mom can't do exponential math. And I also did not pay attention to fourth grade mathematics. Despite having my mom. <laughs> Man, you single mom households. You just, you go, girls. You go. Despite having my mom as a co-signer. I went to a great college. No, no, it wasn't a great college. No, it wasn't. It was private and costly. So let me ask you girls something. Is the definition of great, private, costly, and low quality? Is that what's great? Like your handbags? The men you date? <laughs> See what I did there, guys? See, huh? Huh? I have learning challenges they were able to accommodate. No, okay, then why are you in college? <laughs> the stupid. See, is this real? Alyssa, the author of this, is this real? Is this legit? Or are people really this stupid? I don't know. It could be both. But we'll never forget back to the beginning of 2018, my professors told me that by the time my classmates and I graduated, we would likely struggle to get jobs because of the changes in the profession. Well, they were they were honest. Well, they were right. And of course, after I took out those huge loans, it was too late to fix. May I make a recommendation? Let's say you have a genuine learning disability. I don't believe you. I'm calling bullshit on that. I think you're a typical spoiled little millennial brat who masked their laziness and cowardice of work, the crippling of fear of work by reaching on grabbing any kind of mental disability that was either real mental disabilities, but you didn't have it. Oh, no, I, I spelled tie instead of it. Somebody give me a dyslexia discount at the federal government. Um, so you had this learning disability, which uh, let's say it was authentic, uh, which is unfortunate. But are you, then should you be like, oh, I got I got a crip. I got a bum leg. Well, maybe you shouldn't be going into the Olympics. No, you're right. I shouldn't be going into Olympics. I should accept the fact I have a bum leg. Maybe I become a, a, a world-class fisherman, you know? Gordon Ramsay, same thing. Very interesting story. That is the last guy I want to get in a fight with. Oh, my God, I do not. You, I would rather take on Rock, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, before I take on Gordon Ramsay. Oh, God. Scared of that, man. Um, But he was a he was on, on way becoming a pro soccer player. He was badass. And then he got injured. And instead of... I don't think that man ever shed a tear in his life. I, I think he is made of pure granite. Um, <clears throat> he ended up becoming Gordon Ramsay, the famous chef. He wasn't going to go down line. He was going to make his life count. Um, and I'm just saying maybe if, if you are truly... Like if you got a learning disability then maybe college isn't for you. Maybe it's going to cripple your like, life like this girl, which it did. Uh, but do you, your learning disability, can you be attractive? Can you be a supporting wife and mother? Could you have gotten married? <gasps> Sonic Re coming in, going out. 
graduated, the pandemic hit, jobs were scarce, and despite looking and applying for whatever could um, could for almost two years, it didn't matter. So now I'm going on eight years at a job in a group where I'm paid $16 an hour, work 50 hours a week, sometimes also support a severely disabled adult. <laughs> Who's 100% financially dependent on me. So you got this one shot to go to college, right? And instead of like making it count, you get some bullshit wanker degree. When you got, oh God. Oh, I'm barely making it paycheck to paycheck as it is. I'm going once again, recommend maybe stripping, being an attractive young woman. I like, like no bullshit brass tacks here as an economist. Like you don't, you're not in a position. I'm sorry you were born into this. All right. If you have a uh, disabled adult that's dependent on you, that's unfortunate. It's not your fault. I'm not even going to read the woman's advice because it's going to be bullshit. I mean, it's going to be legit. It's going to be boring. It ain't going to get you out of your problem. All right. I'm going to say it again. Okay. There's, there's oil, there's gold, there's diamonds, there's palladium. But the single largest, most in-demand commodity is called female youth and beauty. And if you just worked in the quote-unquote coal mines at that, you could monetize your beauty on the OnlyFans or something like that. But they only make $180 a month. Yes, I, I remember the study. Yeah, the, is, is that also the girls that just mailed it in? Like if you just were in shape and did something unique, you had a niche. Belle Daphne, Belle Daphne, she should have written a book. She had it. She had the formula down. Not that complicated of a formula. Here's some ice cream with chocolate syrup. And all she did was add cherries and sprinkles and whipped cream on top. Maybe you should go to college for that. But if if you did that, you would then tap into the largest Sing, girls are a printing press if you want to be. And you don't have to even touch or introduce yourself to these people. It's all on the internet now. And you could tap into not only the single largest commodity that's in demand, but by half the population and ferociously so. I'm. It's like there's a big electrical wire going down. All you got to tell you is take your plug, plug it in, you got electricity. Let me guess. Your teacher's there. Are you kids waking up? And by kids, I mean people under 40. Are you waking up from from 5 to 40? I'm talking that age demographic. Are you dumb motherfuckers finally waking up and realizing just how toxic your teachers are? How bad they are for you? How they lie to you and they don't know jack fuck all shit about anything in the real world. The advice they give you is as worthless as the education they give you. It's just, it's just so. I feel like I'll never be able to afford my payments even if I find higher paying work. I feel like, yo, you're working 50 hours. You work over 50 hours a week sometimes. Feel like I have a feel like you have a useless degree. You feel like eight years, no gainful employment, and you feel that you have a useless degree. How man, not only might you have a learning disability, you're dumb as fuck too. 
This is one of the main reasons I'm like getting a plan B. I can't stand you dumb motherfucking Americans. You stupid motherfucking idiots. You are so spoiled and life is put on such easy mode. You guys have your head. It's like it's like when you're getting born, assuming your, your mom doesn't abort you because, you know, that's fun. They go in and they do this surgery where while you're a fetus, they bend your 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 spine so that you could shove your head further up your ass more than any human in the past that's ever been ever born. And then you come out like, oh, we can't get their head out of their ass. It's too far up. And the teachers out there, like with the cartoon uh, toilet plunger, except trying to pull it out, they're like <laughs> trying to push it in. Uh, I feel like I would give anything go back. And not go to college at all. You just said it was worth it. You just said it was the most amazing thing. Wasn't worth my credit score plummeted for missing one payment. Really? You think? Really? Really? I already have a mountain of other bills. I owe credit cards and medical bills. I'm literally trapped by these loans. I have no payment options that would never pay them off. You find out now a credit score is so low. Can't afford legal help. Billy, 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 Billy. Go to the counseling companies do to do yep go to the counseling companies go here's all the advice go here apply file for extensions do 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 kick the can down the road i'm going to tell you uh, hey sweetheart i'm going to give you two bits of advice one work another fucking job 50 hours a week get the fuck out of here weak sauce someone would call people hey weak sauce what's up <clears throat> you're so weak you just water that's how weak sauce you are get another job Sorry, monetize your looks. I'm not saying become a here. I'm not saying become a stripper. God, God, go to the fucking gym, get hot, bolt on a fake set of titties, and go shake it on the internet. For God's sake, Chad Elkins is in the house. That guy's an accountant. He shakes his tush on the, on the internet, with catwalk, metaphorically speaking, and he makes more than I do. I... <laughs> or, or, or... You can just mire and wallow in the pain and misery and the true hopelessness and helplessness of your situation for the rest of your life. Which one is it? You're such an asshole telling her to sell her body digitally on the internet. Or what? Live in penury her entire life? Having this mental torture? You're telling her that looks are important. You're shallow. Oh, you fucking impractical ideologue zealots. Please fuck off. Fuck off and die. I'm the only one giving this person advice that's going to work. <clears throat> so we got that there. Uh, let's go through. So I answered that one. Now I can delete. You know how good that feels to click the delete button on the email? Clean up that email? Literally half the emails in here are, um, I guess we should. Oh, by the way, today's podcast is brought to you by VeloWave Bicycles. Uh, use discount code Aaron. I think you have to buy the Prado S model. Aaron, what the hell's going on? VeloWave is an electric assist bike. They sent me one in the mail. Big ass box. Assembled it. It's nice. Gets me to town and almost back. It gets me to town and almost back. <clears throat> so I have to bring the charging cable with. One of these days, you know what I might do? I'll just go and do the entire Black Hills 
see how long it takes that thing to charge up. <clears throat> Probably need to get two chargers or two batteries for it. Uh, but yeah, so I'm an official sponsor of VeloWave. I enjoy it. It's kind of fun. It's a little hobby, little craft. And I'm using my solar panel array to charge it up. So I get like free transport. So we got that. Um, so there's that. Also, Hotep Jesus. I forgot to plug him. He had me on his show. And um, <laughs> greatest backhanded compliment ever. You're more interesting than I originally thought you were. Like, thanks, Hotep. Like you too, man. And I have to be honest about the same thing with him because uh, I saw him speak over at the original conference on masculine excellence and he's good. And he had a unique, interesting background, but then I listened to his podcast, dude, he talks, he's got like a history podcast. Like they talk about, this is the one on world war one and how it formed and all that. <clears throat> and then he has like guests on, uh, he talks about his background, which is actually unique and interesting. His mom was a CPA. Holy cow. Nothing got past. That's like the goalie in hockey. Nothing's getting past her. <laughs> And interesting guys, let's check out his podcast. And then The Way of Monkey book by Turd Flingy Monkey, who's been kind enough to promote me in every one of his podcasts. But since I've been busy dealing with the Northern and Southern Commands, writing books, doing taxes, I have just done podcasts where it's me and Chad. Hey, yeah, by all can say, man, what's going on? Accounting clients, am I right? Yep. <clears throat> Accounting clients ain't shit. And so, uh, gonna get back to it because we're here we're back at the northern command i literally just have to put in like two retaining walls small ones and pick a bunch of rocks burn a little bit of brush reseed water that little area little patch a little landing patch kind of like my girlfriend's landing patch by the way ladies if you want to impress your boyfriend one don't be fat to get a nice, well-groomed landing patch. And if you're extra fun, they have dyeing kits for it where you can dye it crazy zany colors. You know, for all three women that are listening to this podcast. <clears throat> I'm serious. It's like, well, it's like, hey, look, a little bit of care and attention. It's also if the if the guy pays attention. It's a way to see if he's paying attention. So like, oh, wait, hey, hey, wait a second now. Something's different. Giggity. You know, green on St. Patrick's Day. Maybe if you're if you're a Latina, red, uh, white, and green for the Mexican flag, huh? What is what's what's French Day like? Liberation Day or French Bread Day? You can do red, white, and blue, but that would also be America, Russia, and France. God, trying to try to die that that eagle with the cactus and the and the snake. Uh, the Mexican flag, that's difficult. Don't do that. Just go with the general colors. This, uh, my book is coming out later. And we said, I gotta go pick up a bunch of rocks and clean up that patch. <clears throat> and there's a lot of rocks. And so uh, there's a ton of rocks. And I'm using the rocks. You never throw away the rocks. Because the further you got to haul it, the worse you It's just more work. So I'm using it to kind of keep erosion from from water falling into my driveway. I got that. Oh, I got to go to anger management soon, too. That's the other thing. But, um, yeah, it's feeling really good. I said, clean up this email. Clean up my yard. Get the retaining wall in. Then it's just going to be this. We're here at the site. This is it. This is where. Hey, you coming out? No, I'm not coming out. Hey, you flying here? No, I'm not. I'm staying right fucking here until I fly out to Asia later on this, this fall. 
I got to get my ass off of that and figure out where I'm going. Final countries in Asia are going to Bastille Day. Thank you, Rusty. Bastille Day. I don't know why they celebrate. Uh, I got that there. So, uh, yeah, buy Turtling and Monkey's book, The Way of Monkey book. And I guess uh, in addition to that, get my latest book, The Menu, Life Without the Opposite Sex. That is available in all formats except Audible. So paperback, Kindle, and Audible. Uh, I'm sorry, paperback, Kindle, and hardcover. And the reason it's not available in Audible is because Jack is a lazy motherfucker. I'm kidding. He's not. He's been busting his ass off. It's the longest one. Yeah, Diet Pink. Oh, that was Phil. Diet Pink. Yeah, Diet Pink. Ladies, you you have a choice. You have a choice. You wanted equality. You want an equal treatment. You too can take proactive measures. And all the girls are like, what are proactive measures? Let me show you what a proactive measure is. There was just, say, Vlad Elkums. And let's say there was a girl involved in his life. And without Vlad Elkums having to tell her to do something, let's say this mythical person created and went out and bought a Vlad Elkums bobblehead and then gave it to Vlad Elkums. And then now what the normal, and I know this is all theoretical and this was done under uh, laboratory conditions and it was all theory and ran through a computer model. There was a little, little, oh, little, oh. Matter of fact, when that happens, <laughs> what the fuck? What's going on? Does she have a dick I didn't know about? What's going on? She about to tell me she's got the dino AIDS. What's going on? Why is she acting nice? Speaking about dicks with dino AIDS, it's <laughs> how you doing, Anthem? Clicked on the wrong thing there. Um, so you girls can do things that are nice for guys out of the kindness of your heart without prompting. And you're like, and then I'll be like, what? What's going on? Remember I said that cupcake my dating advice for women? Like on your first on your first date, like if it's a coffee date, you know, well, I brought you a cupcake. That would throw so many men off. They'd be like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> really? I'm not kidding, ladies. You've made it such a bad environment. <clears throat> you not maybe you, but your team has made it so bad. 75% of the guys are gonna assume what's wrong. Like, they won't take it as just, like, a kind gesture for what it is. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> but, uh, you know, and the landing patch. You girls like, oh, how do I spice up my marriage? One, don't be fat. Two, put on lingerie. Three, don't have the guy ask for it and say, hey, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Just do it. And four, get a little action down there in your landing patch. And just see where it goes. Just see where it goes. But then I'd have to get some lingerie. And then I'd have to go to the gym. And I have to shit. I don't know how. Oh, my God. The excuses that I've seen women. The I don't know how. <clears throat> the, well, I don't know how to do that. Well, you didn't know how to wipe your ass and shit in the toilet either. But you figured it out, didn't you? 
which is just English translate. Let's translate womanese, you know, Donovan Sharp would translate. I don't want to do it. Okay, then don't do it. Real, like, and then the shot. Oh, oh, no. Oh, man. I don't care, bitch. You're going to die. The tragedy. Think of, think of what a high percentage of women, when the technology has existed, that died never properly grooming and creating a landing strip for their man. They just died. That was it. They didn't do it. It's over. You could have had a landing strip. You could have not had a landing strip. There are two types of women in the entire history of the world. Those who died without ever grooming a nice landing strip and those who did die grooming a nice landing strip. And then the elites who died it and had a little bit of fun time based on the holiday they were celebrating. Oh, oh, oh I don't know. Well, where, I, oh, I'm just a twig in a river. Ah! All right, well, I'm going to diet a lot of twigs in the river then. Also, and then the twig in the river gets the sentience. <gasps> Super. Hey, Troy Costalecki, the child slave laborer. Where's my jam, damn it? I, I'm looking forward to my annual jam. You got you, always new children coming on the assembly line at the Troy Costalecki plant. Uh, hell yeah, if I call you uh, one of these live. Well, thank you, Troy. Say hi to your family for me. Uh, Phil, two bucks. How are you? How are you on consulting? Get off my fucking ass, Phil. Get off my fucking ass. Unless you all want to come over here and pick rocks and put in retaining walls. Get off my fucking ass. Price is going to go up. Hatton clogs two bucks. Morning, Cap. You got to play video games. Take care. There you go. That's the attitude. <clears throat> oh, guess what? Everyone waiting on an asshole consulting response? Guess what? I'm going to anger management first, and it's cheat day. I'm going to go into town and get a crumble cookie. I'm going to get some pizza. I might just sit and jerk off to porn and play video games all day. All right? See, my favorite is I get now Phil's legit. He's a regular. My favorite is I get these new people. I say, okay, send the payment and let me inform you when you do. They inform me. And the very next fucking day, oh, when you get into it. Hey, you know, every time I've got to read this fucking email, it just fucking delays it. And I wonder if you go to the bottom of the list when you ask me when I'm getting to it. Vlad <clears throat> uh, Elkham's in the house. We should hang out soon. Hey, guess where I'm going to hang out? Anywhere that is South Dakota, specifically the West Side. That's where I'm hanging out. Uh, Phil, generous 20 bucks. Thoughts on Bill Maher's new bids. You millennials want to complain that the boomers ruin the world for you, then take the world. You're over 40, the oldest of you. Take it. Stop complaining about boomers ruining for you. Well, uh, he's right, but uh, the millennials have. It, it it's um neural elasticity their brains I, i'll give you a hint okay uh, phil great great intro great point I'm, i'll give you a very thorough answer for your thorough 20 dollars. so there was a blizzard here in south dakota a rapid city area wasn't necessarily cold um you know it was like 30 32 just below freezing enough for snow to come down it was the wind Consistent wind, like consistent wind of 45 miles an hour with gusts up to 65. Now, the poor people out here are the American Indians, right? And uh, and I don't, I don't care what happened. Gosh, 
150 years ago. It's like, um, okay, let's go. There are rich Indians. They're Indians who are carpenters and tradesmen, a lot of ranchers and farmers. But because of history and, and whatever else, culture, uh, obviously a disproportionate percentage of the, the poor people out here in Western South Dakota, at least, are American Indian. So I went to go get mail. <clears throat> and I go in there, and there's uh, like three American Indians. And they're homeless because you could tell they got the backpack and all that. And I'm thinking, and they're, they're my age or older. And the reason they're in the, the post office is because the wind was horrible. And usually they camp out by the river with tents and, or maybe not even a tent. Well, not in, that, in those conditions. And I'm sitting there thinking like, okay, look, dude, um, I'm coming up on five decades, half a century old. Somewhere along in your life, you must have come to the point or maybe at least entertain the thought, maybe I should get off my ass and get a job. I'm not saying give up the alcohol. Alcohol is a, a horrible affliction and a choice among the American Indian uh, community. Um, but even if you were to continue the drinking, somewhere logic would kick in and say, all right, look, I could get up more booze. I could afford more booze and, and just a, a small poor place to live but still keep me out of the elements and it does get below zero out here but what you don't realize phil or maybe you kind of suspected is after a while uh people's brains are cemented and there's no changing that to the point that it is so ironed clad so dry so hard concrete that it can be 65 mile an hour winds or no more than three months ago, 15, 10 below zero. And these poor people, both poor financially and poor uh, life-wise, <clears throat> would still rather suffer that, that physical pain than get a job and find just the cheapest of cheapest apartments or even like a room lodged together, right? And that's how one strong people's fear of work is. That's how uh, cemented and unchangeable 50 years of a certain behavior will become. And that doesn't even talk about the chemical addiction of alcohol or drugs or anything like that, which would, I guess, add a further layer of cement. You could even remove the alcohol and the drugs. <clears throat> They're still going to be there. Uh, I'll give you another one. Do you want another one, Phil? I'll give you another one. I'll give you 20 bucks. Uh, this remove the alcohol. All right, except for red wine. <laughs> uh, look at feminism. Feminists our age. I feel I assume you're my age, but let's say 40-something. They could say, I've been miserable this entire time. Deep down inside, I wanted a guy. I'm going to make a change. And instead of this anti-male, up-in-your-face, strong, independent woman, I'm lonely. I want to find a guy. It was all bullshit. So maybe the last 30% of my life, um, maybe I'll be nice. Not housewifey or, you know, whatever, you know, not barefoot and pregnant because your eggs are gone. You can't get pregnant. You just do the barefoot part, which is wrong unto itself because we all know you should be in heels. Uh, no, they double down and they just get angrier and angrier. And, and some of that is pride. And they want to protect their previous decisions, make sure they didn't do anything wrong. They don't want to have regret. So it's a cognitive dissonance to make sure they don't have regret. But I think it also is 
ironed into their psychology. And so I think the millennials are at the same point now. They've been in this state of victimhood and woe is me the entire time. And God almighty, could you imagine being brought up as a child as a millennial, which would biophysiologically, neurochemically, and psychologically warp your brain to, to not take agency? Like how, how, how much practice and exercise does the millennial generation as a whole have in taking agency? And taking ownership and responsibility of a situation that may mean not was their fault, but they had to sit there and realize it, you know. For example, there was a leak in some of my plumbing, it wasn't major, but I can't find the plumber because South Dakota plumbers are too busy cousin fucking, maybe raping their mom. I don't know, but they're doing something, not not plumbing. So who's whose response? Not my fault. The millennial would say, not my fault. What would what would they do, maybe? They maybe call some competent friend of theirs. Lord knows not their father. And they learned to shut off the main water valve so the leaking would stop. I actually fixed it. Right? And the millennials would sit there without water, turning on and off the main water valve just to get a shower in once in a while, putting a bucket where the leak might have been. They will not take ownership or agency. How many times of exercise do they have that? How familiar are they with that? Very likely not. <clears throat> and now I, at you, you talk to someone who's 40 years old and accustomed to the victimhood mentality, they are not capable of taking it. They're not capable of, of viewing opportunity. And I'll be somewhat sympathetic towards the millennial generation. Um, Gen X could not take it from the boomers because the boomers cling on to power. The only way Gen X is now starting to get into leadership positions because the boomers are finally fucking dying off and fucking retiring and getting the fuck out of the way. So I am so sympathetic to the millennials because let's admit the boomers did fuck them up and go get my book, how not to become a millennial. You'll see how the boomers fucked them up. I'm not saying this is, is a hundred percent the millennials fault. Uh, it's not, it, it, it's half millennials, half boomers. <clears throat> um, so I am, uh, I understand why you just can't up and take it from the, from the boomers. You're going to have to start your own company. You're going to have to start your own. 1099 you're gonna that's about the only way that's how we gen xers did it you guys remember us gen x we were here a little bit before never mind never mind we know how to do our own plumbing <clears throat> and then all the millennial girls who are reasonably hot so like oh, gen x man they got money and they know how to fix plumbing oh hi and it never happened by the way so i did get hit on by a 52 year old woman it's another story I'm like, really? <laughs> really? Single mom, overweight. She was nice. She was nice, but single mom, overweight, drunk off her ass. I'm like, so it takes that much. Takes that much for you girls to admit maybe you like a guy. Like that, the game is over. Everyone's gone home. And now you now there ain't one more pitch to go over the plate. It's over. The Cardinals won it. Um yeah, so I don't think the millennials, uh, to get back to the general point, I don't think the millennials as a as a generation, certainly individual ones will, but I don't think communally as a generation as a whole, they have, they would know how to do that. They're aware that they can do that and that they have the <clears throat> neuroplasticity and malleability in, in, to change their own selves to make that choice. I think they are permanently programmed like feminist spinsters, like uh, homeless people, like Democrats, um, to to just that's the way we do it. 
And, you know, Bill, he's right. Meyer's right. But, I mean, that's like telling my dog. Literally, it's almost akin for me to go up to the dog of no real value and say, hey, why don't you start speaking English? I don't think it's they're capable. And you're just going to have to admit that this generation, not millennials, but <clears throat> I, I would include Z, some of the, the Xers, certainly some of the boomers. A certain percentage of the American population are just not capable of working. I know somebody, I won't mention who, but you all know this person. Uh, this guy, I'll give you that much of a hint. Um, his entire life has been work avoidance. And now to expect this individual to get a job and support himself is, is laughable. It's just not there. Because what are you going to do? These people are, they don't understand simple business uh, acumen, etiquette. Like show up, shut shut up, do the job. These people think all jobs are beneath them. I mean, here's another one. Here's another reason. You know, forget forget whether you're homeless or alcoholic. You can't show up drunk or stinking. You know that that's another reason you couldn't enter. But let's talk. They still glom onto their fucking leftist politics as their fucking religion. What are we going to do to get more black women in? It's like, bitch, this is a fucking Wendy's. Okay, we're we're fucking serving burgers here. It, it, if you know someone who is a black female and shows up on time and does the job, fine, bring her along. What are we doing to lower our carbon footprint? Uh, lady, <laughs> it's a fucking bar. We serve fucking drinks here. Shut up and mop the floors. Like that shit, you know. Are you gonna are you gonna, are they gonna still do the pink hair and the nose rings? Is that what they're gonna do? So I, you you might as well talk to the dog of no real value. There's hey dog of no real value. Why don't you start driving Uber? It, it's just not going to happen. <clears throat> that dog of no. I miss that dog. Peyton Peta, two bucks. I like you, Aaron. You're down to earth guy. Thank you, thank you. Vlad Elkums. Oh, thanks for the two bucks you gave back to me of the hundreds, the thousands. If everyone just, I'm sipping on a rooster boost. Oh, you dick. I'm sipping on a rooster booster that tastes good. Oh, yeah. I bet you you are. Now, I want rooster to, if if you and the not-a-girlfriend ever get off your ass, of which I will compensate you for, to mail me some rooster boosters, I would very much appreciate it. But it has to be rooster booster light. Rooster booster light. God darn it. Some people get all the luck. Uh, John G. Two Bucks, my favorite Jew, once said it's harder to be poor. It is harder to be poor. It It is. Who was it? Was it Prager? Who? Uh, he's 100% right. It's like Atham's dad. Lazy people work twice as hard. It is harder to be poor. It's not fun living in a tent in 10 below zero. But my life was a lot easier being lower middle income where I lived in a one-bedroom apartment or just rented a room because I was kept from the elements. I could afford ramen. I didn't have to go and stand in line for two hours to get some some canned corn at a food shelf. It I enjoyed having a vehicle the time I lived in Minnesota. And, and okay, it's cold getting out of the car. The car was cold itself until it heats up. But I enjoyed having a vehicle. What's that like? You're on foot the entire time. You got to walk from wherever your homeless encampment and then wander around all day trying to find a shelter to stay warm. 
but you you can't reason with those people. That that's hey, do you know that for the amount of time you walk around trying to find a heat vent not to die of hypothermia, you could go work at the car wash place, make a couple bucks, and then go rent a room, and you'll be fine. And you could afford your booze. DJ Aftershock, five bucks. You know it's going to be a good one when Cappy starts the stream by looking at the side first before he turns to the camera. <laughs> do I do that? Uh, Peyton Pita, two bucks. Clary, next book, ROI of Making Little Things Count. No, my next, I got good news. I found a great artist. His name's Jay. We might, I might actually get my comic book off the ground. Because my other book I wrote, I got to market that. Got a lot of things going on, but now I might actually have my comic book coming out. Shark Dentures, five bucks. On another stream, someone legitimately asked, what is a Gen X? I would cry if it wasn't so funny. We literally are the forgotten generation. Don't worry, man. Right now, we're like, we're the true silent generation. By silent, I don't mean like, you know, we're quiet or anything, but we're the ones working behind the scenes. There's a vacuum leadership. We're just being pulled into leadership. Have any of you guys noticed that all of a sudden, like in your 40s, all of a sudden just things got a ton easier? It's not that we got wiser or harder working. It's just enough boomers retired and 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 died that like all of a sudden the corporate's like, oh, oh, we need a senior director. We need a vice president. Quick, you. What, me? I still got recruiters. Hey, do you want to head up an underwriting division? I'm like, one, it's been 10 years since I did any underwriting. Two, the underwriting st- uh, uh, methods and standards have drastically changed and increased. Three, you want me to be in charge of this? Isn't there a millennial who worked like 10 or 15 years is, is more aware and uh, very current on underwriting standards? There is. Oh, but you can't just hire a millennial to do that because you don't have no. Oh, they have masters. Oh, OK. All right. All right. John G, two bucks. No, you're my favorite Jew was the. Oh, OK. Thank you. All right. I remember when I said that. I don't think it was. um I think it was lazy people work twice as hard, but that was uh, Atham's dad that said that. Atham's dad, Atham, you gotta send me a picture of your old man. I'm kind of curious what he looks like, because I regretfully have to admit Atham's a very handsome man. It sounds like Atham's dad was totally alpha. So I want to see Mr. Aldecula. Kind of curious what he looks like. Uh, all right, let's go through um, this one. From Chris, I'm not asking for anything, just anonymity and to say thank you for confirming how useless the education system in the world is with your videos. I can't believe I made myself sick like that over refusing to buy into the BS that was taught that was being taught by the educational system and others since I was a little kid, all of which were epic failures in their own lives. Thank you, Chris. Well, thank you very much, Chris. I appreciate that. Um, let's move that to the memento uh, folder. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know how many times I got to keep telling you, teachers are worthless. Teachers are liars. Teachers are scum. And what makes it worse is teachers don't know that they're lying like 90% of the time. They actually believe they're bullshit. For people who never worked in the real world and are lazy, worthless motherfuckers, they, they actually believe they're, they don't know how milk is made. They don't know how food is delivered. They don't know how oil is refined. They, they, 
so childishly and sophomorically believe like, well, if we just print off more money, we just, the number one thing we need to do is help out the black people. No, no, number one thing we need to do, literally, literally the number one thing we need to do is make sure the electricity stays on. That's the number one thing we need to do because that's everybody. And I think most of the members of my black audience would agree. Yeah, I kind of like electricity. Yeah, yeah. I know about you. Number two thing we need to do is make sure there's law and order so we aren't just all killing each other. I believe we'll get everybody of every race like, yeah, yeah, I think I think I'd like not not to be shot by roving bands of pissed off people. Number three thing I'd say, food supply. I think food supply is pretty important. I think the food supply is pretty important. Like, hmm, another woke feminist bitch in HR saying we just care about the black people so much. We can have that or I not starve. And I think we're going to get everyone to agree. We don't need Karen, the HR Kuantahaha, telling us about how much she loves the black peoples. I think we all agree we want food. Somewhere down the road after having heat and housing and maybe even ice cream, maybe we get down. All right, maybe we, we address why there's a income and life expectancy gap between different groups of people. We address that later on. But right now, we're not alive. We can't address those problems now, can we, Karen, you HR Kuanta? Um, Anish, dear cabbie, first and foremost, thank you for all you do. I love you, Nahoma, because, yeah, you got this piece of BS nowadays. Please keep spitting fire and do not change, although admittedly you're too much of an old dog to learn, learn new tricks, so it's covered. Hey, hey, I, I'm learning new things. I learned how to put in a retaining wall. I watched a video on it. There's this thing called YouTube, and they show you how to do stuff because your father's one around. <laughs> how do I do this? In the olden days, you'd ask your dad, but now we know like your dads don't know how to do anything either because your dads are all Gen X or worse, millennials. Oh, my God, millennial fathers. Oh. <clears throat> dad how do i <sighs> it's all millennial fathers they don't even speak english just <clears throat> running around <clears throat> hey tanner you think you got those tps reports <clears throat> okay tanner just calm down just calm down <clears throat> hey tanner <clears throat> oh god these millennial fathers what are we doing it's all right, Tanner. It's all right. <clears throat> Do you want to go to Subway for lunch? <sighs> Millennial Dad. That'd be like a good TV show, cartoon. I don't know what Oh, that's weird. You guys hear that? All right. Uh, thank you very much, Anish. We got some representation in the American or East Indian community. Uh, this is from. Uh, hang on, you know what? Give me a second here. Yeah, I'm getting some feedback. Let me leave this dude. I'll come back. Hang on.
Checky check. All right. All right. I'm back. Okay. It's gone. Uh, Mike writes in, uh, Aaron, I just got your book. You and Terrence have helped save my life even after three combat tours and 50 years on the planet and 30 years of marriage. Wow. That that sounds like hell. <laughs> what was worse, the, the combat or marriage? I'm not joking. It's never too late for Jedi Master to go back to school. Thanks again. I would love to be on your show and stream. I have a theme park of material we could discuss, Mike. Um, <clears throat> oh, and he's got a picture of him with the menu. Thank you very much, Mike. Uh, I say, uh, I don't want to identify him too much. I said, what's with this thing in your background? Uh, are you a teacher? <clears throat> he says, no, I'm in my base basement where most me take refuge or in the garage. After staring at the abyss and almost falling in permanently, I've realized I'm not going to let this bitch bury me. I have been planted. After three tours, several children, 20 years military, um, 30 years marriage, who has now become a toxic feminist. I'm looking forward to having me time. Uh, I can see the finish line with help from you and Terrence. I've been on several different very good men, divorce attorneys. They all told me, like any master, stay on the path. Ba 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 ba. I don't, I don't want to identify you anyway. Thanks for saving your No problem, Mike. No problem. I'll just keep you anonymous. So you can clandestinely leave your wife. Um, it looks like he's having a good time. I'm glad. I'm glad you decided to live. I'm glad you decided to live. And I hope you read through that, that first chapter of the menu about Fred. Because it's the most compelling case not to kill yourself. So let's put that into the book. I like it when we save lives. Hey, look at that, teachers. I wish I could zip my pants down and show you, you teachers, my dick. What would that achieve? Nothing, just piss you off. But to show you, like, hey, look, look, this dick saved more lives than you. Had. This changed more lives for the better than all teachers combined. I changed, yeah, for the worse. Do you remember the article we just read? All you teachers, ah! What's it like listening to adult babies? You're not adult children. Teachers are adult babies. Your little three-year-old toddlers playing with your blocks, telling other children like, blah, 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 do what you want, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> uh, oh, okay, that's Dr. Maloney, who I guess has a full, I'd like to recommend Dr. David Maloney at histherapist.com, but he's book solid. Uh, Cappy. I never thought I'd see the day that women would ask men out, but it happened once for sure. I was at the local deli grabbing stuff for a sandwich. Two women were talking behind the counter working when something made my ears perk up. This girl that had to be late teens, early 20s said, I asked him out and now we're dating. So that one girl has more courage and bravery uh, and intellectual honesty because she actually is the first woman I've ever heard of being equal. In this one capacity and regard, I know there's women who major in engineering, support themselves. You girls are equal, obviously, in that regard. But in terms of this one thing, which isn't that important to women anyways, that you guys are like, well, why don't girls ask guys out? Because they don't like you that much. They're not that into you. It's not that important to them. If it was, guess what? They would ask you out. Open up your eyes, guys. They're just not that into you. They're not. But this girl... Is the first one, literally, literally Hitler, the first one I've ever heard of manning up and being an equal and asking a guy out. And I'd like to bravo young lady. That's very impressive. And I think that is such an indication of character 
that I'm very curious. Now, we won't know, but I'm very curious to see where that girl's going to be in 25 years. Because having that level of character and genuine courage, what else is she going to take control of, agency of, and affect her will in her life? That's very impressive. I'm I'm very I'm kind of curious where she's going to end up. Um, heaven help her, she might find the man she actually wants and be happily married. Who knows? Crazier things have happened. Naturally, I asked for her for details. Both ladies look like I was the devil, but the young lady explained it to me. There was a guy she thought was cute in one of her college classes. He never made a move, but she wanted him. So she sucked it up and asked the guy out. There we go. Oh, she became equal. Oh, she became a guy. All right, cool. Smile. It was only a few weeks ago, but she said they're hitting things off. Wonderful. When I got over my shock, I told her congratulations. You should have bought her a sandwich. You probably, I mean, I know in hindsight, you really said that is the most courageous and equal, equal thing I've ever seen a girl do. You actually asked the guy out. That is truly brave and amazing. <clears throat> That's it. Just a short, sweet story from the vasectomy guy, Dennis. Well, thank you, Dennis. I appreciate it. That also goes into the book. Check it, check, check. All right. Yep, I'm hearing it. Hang on. I gotta leave again. This is how we do it. Oh, now it's gone. Let me see if I put any electronics by the wire. <clears throat> uh, oh, Chinsian. Oh, that's just for me. I got to. If you guys want to buy anything, Amazon, go to olderbrother.com slash donate. Click on the Amazon banner, do all your shopping there. Uh, uh, Tamar, uh, we won't mention her last name. This is one of our regular female agents in the field. Hi, Aaron, you asked I'm no, uh, about uh, feedback from women on the menu. I'm noting here some of my thoughts of the women's section of the menu. First, thank you for taking the time to edit the text carefully. Although it was a pleasure studying economics from you, the unedited material in your books is a struggle for me. Um, I uh, I was shocked that the book came out as good as it did. Because I wrote very quickly and I only gave it one editing. I, I guess it came out great. So thank you very much, Tamar. In the menu, I believe you were the first to answer the question, I don't need a man, but now what? It is a concise layout of options available to women today. The tone is also on par. I don't know if that makes sense, but it is different for men and women. Um, yeah, I was kind of, I appreciate that because I don't, I was the first time writing for a female audience. The issue I find interesting is that the options available don't really take into account the actual nature of women. As an example, women are terrible with finances, majority of student loans. Most women don't qualify for the standards feminism has created, lack of participation in STEM fields and high earning professions. Well, right, but that's that's not my fault. It's not in my control um, <clears throat> and how women should be versus are. I mean, all books, I guess, in some way are an ideal. Like this is what you should do, you know, a workout book, uh, financial planning. Well, this is what you should do. But how many people actually do it? It's just to like, here is the goal you should be aiming for. It is up to you, the individual. I can't make I can't take an account like, well, most of you majored in dumb crap. Because then the book is not one of action. It's one of mollifying and coddling and forgiveness and making and lying, essentially making you feel better. Oh, but you should, you know, then it becomes a book of hope and not action where, Oh, well you should hope that someday 
another Barack Obama type of guy comes in and votes to, to forgive your student loans and create jobs for women. <clears throat> Which is fine, you know, but I think that market is pretty well covered. That book is a little bit more practical. Like, here's what you do. I've noticed some seeds for Project Evil, Operation Evil in the next, in the text. Uh, personally, I was able to see what options were available to me from all the sections of the menu. I see myself as a global citizen traveling the world and enjoy my life as a minimalist. All I really need is a small base and a backpack and a suitcase. There you go. I see you're going to have a much better life too. I'll contact you in the future for a consultation, more insight. Thank you again for the books and the YouTube channel makes it different for me and many others. Please let me know if I could be of any assistance. Your sister from another mister. <laughs> Tamar. Well, that's with the female version. All right. Well, thank you, Tamar. That also goes into the memento box. Uh, uh, do, 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 do. Oh, this is a request. <clears throat> I'm going to do that. That's a week old request. I'll get to those. I will be doing asshole consulting later. That's weird. Why am I getting feedback? Hang on, I gotta I gotta log out again. I like to think I'm not overly anal retentive on my audio quality, but I like it to be good. I like it to be good. I just hear a little bit more. It's just a bad day. Sometimes it's a bad day. Um, I may have unintentionally cut off all the super chats. Um, I will go through that later before we end the show. <clears throat> um, so that is a request. That is a request. That is a request. Uh, I'm extremely angry. Uh, feel like murdering people when I go outside. Thought I hated everybody. Then I remember I admire you a lot. I, I'm every day becoming more and more like you. Ha ha. I will have, I will try having more faith in God. That's good. If you could find God, go for it. Keep up the good work. <clears throat> I know you're also very angry. Ha ha. Yeah. Like literally Hitler in about an hour, I'm going to take off for anger management. Let me give you, let me just give you the thing that helped out the most with my anger. The cause for most of everybody's anger is other people fucking you over. Maybe consciously, maybe unconsciously. For example, consciously, your professors and your teachers or Democrats. I'm being deadly serious with Democrat politicians. Or maybe it's unconscious, like someone who is not purposely out to get you, but it's slowing your day down. Now, here in Rapid City, it's called Nebraskans. Nebraskans come to town. They they are so dumb. They're in Nebraska. I know I know most people in Nebraska aren't going to hear this because they don't have the internet electricity in, in north western Nebraska. But they come to town and they just stop and literally, literally Hitler stop in the middle of the street. And you gotta and then there's old people who slow you down. But let me let's take all of them for an example. There's the old handicapped not mentally retarded handicapped okay they are not mentally impaired their minds are fine they're physically impaired but we still figure we could give them a driver's license right <clears throat> what do they do to drive incredibly slow all right you might get angry at them but what's that like 
you have the a machine. You should be able to drive it pretty well, but you can't because you're handicapped. What's their day-to-day life like? What's it like for them to get in their rascal and go in and get the, the mail? Let's say you're just old or you're stupid and you're driving and you guys are pissed off because this person is from Nebraska and they don't know. You may get angry at them. You may want to literally drive them off and run them off the road. And that's no joke. Road rage. People literally, you know, want to kill you. Stop. That old or dumb person or somebody from Nebraska, if that's how dumb they are on the road, what's it like them just setting up a dental appointment or shopping for groceries? It's not like they're doing that temporarily. That is their top mental performing state. That is the best they can do. Now, imagine having 75 years of existence being that slow and that stupid, not mentally impaired, right? But you're just that dumb. You're just that unaware. You're just that lacking of your surroundings. You think they save up enough for retirement? You think they understand why they're poor and why they're living in a trailer, if that? You you think they understand why they're so confused on top of it and they live in penury, which means poverty. And then let's say you're you're a Democrat. Have you seen a Democrat woman smile? Have you seen a happy Democrat woman politician? Does Nancy Pelosi look happy to you? Diane Feinstein's off. She's 88 fucking years old and she decided to spend her time in Congress. Hillary Clinton, does she look happy? Ocasio-Cortez, holy shit. The only reason she seems marginally happy is because she's dumber than fuck. Do any of these people seem like, do you want, do you really envy their life? And that's where I found out, like, uh, the contractors. Nearly all, there were some good contractors I had, but they're the minority. But nearly all these contractors fucked me over. Maybe not a lot, but a little, or maybe a lot. I had to go and do my own shit. What's that like? You can't be on time. What's that like you buying your your double Dodge Ram? This happened 15 years ago. This is why I'm cheering on higher interest rates because I know this is the same thing. It's a different generation of contractors. These are even dumber and lazier and less competent. You got this amazing skill. You can't make 100000 off of it. And what money you do make, you're going to leverage it, get all the new toys. And all. You know what happens with higher interest rates? Well, the housing market goes down. People aren't building as much. Now, there is there is a shortage of housing, so that might uh, lessen um, <clears throat> a crash or a plateauing. But it, it dries up. Their money dries up. They're leveraged to the hilt. It drives up, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, contractor self-deletion, which I'm absolutely cheering for. That's what happened the last time. And he's like, do really good, dude. And they, they thought it was going to go on forever. Do... Do I hate them? Do I want to go and gun them down? Yeah. But what would that do? That would end their misery. Because if you look at their lives around the third marriage, fifth divorce, child support payments, they can, they also, they're really good at whatever, laying tile and not in that way. But they're horrible at finance. I saw this when I was in banking. They don't have their finances together. They're behind on their taxes. They have to work a physical job until they're dead, well beyond what their body can take care of. You know why? Because they didn't squirrel any money away. They got truck nuts. Once again, they in between fucking their mother and their cousins, you know, because that's it's the Wyoming way out here. <clears throat> so you don't want to kill them. 
that would end their misery. You got to look at their lives. You got to let them live. You got to let them suffer. And I'm not joking. Look at them. Say, okay, this person cannot, whatever, finish a job. How many lawsuits are coming that guy's way? Do I got to file a lawsuit against them? No. They're never, and if you're not going to finish your job, like you have this seventh grade mentality, you can't finish a job. That means you're lacking in a whole bunch of other areas. Probably not filing your taxes on time. Probably not supporting your family okay. Probably not spending time with your your children or your wife if, if you happen to be married. Probably got a drinking problem. What are you going to do? You giving them the bird and yelling at them? You getting angry at them? You think that's going to... It's just another day in their life. They probably got a billion people giving them the finger. <clears throat> But it's nothing compared to what they do to themselves. And I found that like, wow. The feminist Kuantaha, who hates my guts and votes to raise my taxes all the time and genuinely is a misandrist, genuinely hates men. <clears throat> she, she got her master's degree in whatever, some joke of a study. Perpetually in debt, miserable. And the only reason she doesn't do self-deletion is because women are cowards. And they don't got the guts to do it. Whereas men, we're a little bit, we have a little bit more agency. <laughs> Dark as that joke is, it's true. And that woman is going to live until, they got longer life. They're going to live until they're 80. Alone. <laughs> what are you going to do? Going to argue with her on Twitter? Let them be. Just let them be, man. Vouch, there's another perfect example. Name a name. Vouch has... Had everything handed to him. I think he's from Beverly Hills or something. And he's got agency and purpose. That's the, that's the peak of his, uh, but what? Have you seen him? Tell me, have you seen her? Tell me, have you seen her? Not a, indicating he's a girl. That's the song. Who sang that? Um, <clears throat> That's your life? Advocating parasitism? Dude, I'm going to go hike. I'm going to make it to a mountain. I'm going to ride a motorcycle. He might, might walk down to the 7-Eleven. Just gotta let them be, man. Let and don't get angry. Let them let them just live their life. Um. <clears throat> uh, so there you go, Raphael. I wish you the best. Don't get angry. Don't land in jail. Just let let them live, man. Just ask, like, what life are they going back to? What life are they going back to? Uh, I got a book. Ba 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 ba. Uh, not junk. Read YouTube sponsor. Hi there. Hey there. <clears throat> We're a bot that just says, Hey there. We here at the such and such team think that you'd really appreciate the shit we do. Stan the milkman, five Australian dollars. Where's Donna? Where's our female Australian agent in the field? Millennial metallurgist there. There we go. There's our guy. Just found a way to increase production at our iron core plant by about 30 million a week last week. Why I get paid quite a bit, quite a bit. Man, could you set up an LLC and kind of hold off on that one? For a million dollars, I'll give you a 3,000% rate of return. Uh, Peyton Pete, a five bucks recruiter, a large company, had a high paying job for me. The high pay was 5K less. Without benefits to my current job. 
there's dude in any millennial or any Gen X are worth his salt or her salt. We ain't going into your little fucking nightmare. Diversity, inclusion, suck minority dick, lick minority female vagina, where it's implied female vagina. No, no, I do my job. I'm I'm fucking Malcolm Reynolds. I do my job. I get paid. Fuck you. You gotta go to the sensitivity training. No, I don't. Watch. You work. You pay your taxes. And then I'm gonna live on welfare. <clears throat> Stacy, five bucks has nothing to say. Thank you, Stacy. Tell me, have you seen her? Was that a 90s song? What song is in my hand? Ahead. All right. Uh, give me a second. TFM is on live right now. Dang it. Dang it. <clears throat> Going head to head with TFM. Blue State Survivalist, if you're uh, tuning in, I should make a donation. Like, hey, quit broadcasting when I'm broadcasting. Uh, let's go to the content. Is that where I go? Analytics? Or is it comments? Mentions, no, analytics, hang on, hang on. This is where, or is it dashboard? Dashboard. Uh, summary, top videos, published videos, go to channel analytics. Where I used to be able to find this rather quickly. <clears throat> Content, playlist, analytics, settings, feedback. Where was monetization? Do I got to go back to my main channel? My channel. Was it up front? Channels. Only ones up to, I'm sorry, guys. I there maybe they took it away. Maybe they moved it around. YouTube. Okay, analytics news, comments, latest comments, ideas for you, published videos, recent subscribers. Content, do I got to go to the individual video? All right, this is live. <clears throat> Um, analytics, revenue, details, <laughs> where do I find, god damn it, YouTube, 
Always improving things. Always improving things. Here it is. Monetite. What is it doing down there? God bleeping damn it, man. I'm sorry, guys. It's just. Uh, oh, I think we did catch all that. All to find out. I didn't miss any super chats. No, I didn't miss any super chats. Honest to God, look at me being all thorough and everything. All right, do we get all? We got all. Scrolling up, making sure, clean it up. Da da da. All right, now do we have any famel left over? No, I do not. <clears throat> So today, all I got to do is anger management, pick rocks out of my yard, do some more asshole consulting, sit and play video games and have my girlfriend walk around in lingerie with a perfectly groomed landing strip. That's about it. All right. <clears throat> Back in the Southern Command. This phone. This phone, which has a crack in it, which I didn't even drop it. It just got a crack in it. Um, so it, <laughs> it's Samsung. I had a Motorola and I I had a Galaxy 2 many years ago and it worked. It just worked. It was wonderful. And not joking, literally Hitler. That's a joke, by the way, for Cynical Libertarian Society. You can go Sin Lib Soch, Cynical Libertarian Society, listen to the Great Ones podcast. <clears throat> he always talks about literally Hitler. So that was the best cell phone I ever had 10 years ago, whenever it came out. And each phone I've gotten. Is just progressively worse. Having shit I never asked. Like in the olden times, you could just plug your phone into a USB cable and your computer would recognize it and you could transfer data. Oh no, I have to like every time grant it permission now. Because you fucking cocksucking pussy motherfucking pieces of shit in Silicon Valley have to, like a fucking nanny Nazi Karen, always improve shit that doesn't need improving. Um... I can't swipe left on the phone because there's this hard programmed Bixby. Holy shit. Do you guys, what did, what did Bixby pay you to make it? So I can't swipe left on my phone at any time so that I'm forced to use this fucking thing. I never asked for. And this is like a galaxy 12, something a couple generations ago. Um, <clears throat> the texting doesn't work. I know this old man who yells at clouds. Like I, I hit the space. I know that's the space. The space has been No, they decided to shorten the space bar and put the period right there by the space bar. And now M is an N and reversed. Always editing and changing and, and all that. Um, so I had a Motorola phone, which don't get that either. <clears throat> and I go to the Verizon because the Verizon has the size of Joe Biden's dick slightly better service than Motorola. I could get reception in the Black Hills with Verizon. Motorola, nothing. But I, I really enjoy it. If you could go with Motorola, I, I strongly recommend Motorola. Oh, yeah, thanks. What is it? What is Bixby? What is it? Why do I need it? Anyway, um, I had to get a new service provider. And so I go to the Verizon here in Rapid City and I have this military guy. Normally I'm military pro. I'm not military. I'm pro-military. Here's this guy. He's like, yeah, I was a captain of the military. I'm like, oh, that's decent rank. He wasn't. 
I'm like, why is he a dick? Why is he like in my face? Why is he pissed off? And I, and I like, oh, something's wrong here. And so I got the distinct impression, like, I didn't like this guy at all. And so he, he switched my phone up from T-Mobile to Verizon. So that was the Motorola phone. I'm going somewhere with this story. This is just not me. Grandpa Simpson rambling. I go to Vegas. My Motorola phone starts acting up. It's not remembering things. It's on the fritz. I'm like, okay. So I go in and go get a new phone. Now, I go to the Verizon store in Vegas. And first, there's nowhere to park. So I'm like, and I'm in a bad mood. And there's like the the precious fucking sanctimonious assholes. They have like three spots for pickup. Of course, they're all empty. So I park in that one. I walk in. Uh, sir, are you here to pick up? And there's a security guard. There's a security guard. And then there's f- some frontline fuckwit. Uh, FLFW, the frontline fuckwit. He was right there. Uh, do you hire to pick up? I'm like, no, I'm here to buy a phone. Well, if you could move your car. And I'm like, okay, I don't have, this is again, the anger. Like, okay, here's this 40 year old man who works at, he's the frontline fuckwit. After four decades on the planet, the best he could manage is become the frontline fuckwit at Verizon. I'm like, all right, all right. I'm just gonna, I need my phone. So I, I park two parking lots down. I walk in and there's a security guard there. That's weird. The frontline fuckwit. And then every sales associate is intensely having a conversation, not with people one-on-one, but like couples at least, if not full families. And I didn't pick up on it immediately until I was like looking at some phones and trying out the texting, make sure the keyboard worked. And I'm looking around like, I'm the only single guy, single person here. And I'm not getting any help because all the salespeople, they're really... They're in it, man. Now, already I have a low opinion of people who work at cell phone stores. Uh, Not necessarily the people themselves, but there's something about cell phone companies and the stores where the stores themselves are scummy. Uh, And I don't know why they staff. I'm like, why I need this phone. You get it on the air like that. I couldn't I couldn't reconcile it. I figured it out, figured out the cell phone people. So I'm I'm trying to figure out what new phone, but also brain is operating in the background. What the math is, there's some math that doesn't fucking add up here. Why are the salespeople? Why is there a security guard? Why is there a frontline fuckwit? Why is there a pickup, three pickup stalls? You could get this stuff on the internet. I'm just going by because I want to learn how to make a phone unblanked or whatever it's called. I I don't know how to do that. And why are the families and why are there salespeople not only here, but so helping people out? And I finally figured it out, guys. I figured it out. Because I was trying to get a phone and doing this and that. And I'm looking at the different phones. I'm looking at like the two to four hundred dollar range. I find a phone that works. It's I've gone back to Samsung thinking it's going to be good. It's not. It's just gone to shit. There's a law. Your cell phone has to be worse than the previous one. It has to be. Unless you guys know of like a Linux version of it. I know all, all Android is Linux. I got that. I'm not asking the literal question. I'm asking for, is there a stripped down phone that just does what I fucking want it to do? Doesn't have fucking Bixby on it. <clears throat> right? That's what I want. 
But there's a law that your phone has to be worse than the previous one you got, right? But as I was driving away, I figured it out, guys. I figured it out because I am the world's greatest economist. I'm upgrading myself, by the way. I'm not one of the best. I am the best. I just, you know, because I decided. <laughs> not really. I guess I guess Thomas Sowell might, might maybe be a little bit, just a little. But when he dies and I'm right there at his heels, uh, not that I'm wishing his passing away, <clears throat> but I figured it out. So the phones I was looking at, like I couldn't find a lot under 400 bucks. And the salespeople weren't all that in. They weren't like giving me the time of day. It was a fa- and people were like, really? They're the kids, the family. And I figured it out. What gives people value in America? Not me. Not the superior 1099er minimalist going out, living my life, me. Not me. Not people in Camp Cappy. Not, not us in this philosophy of, well, we're here to live and love and have fun and go out and live life. What gives your standard worthless piece of shit urine on top of crap pile of bacteria, virus, fucking scum in the toilet, average man, what gives it? It's their stuff. It's their materialism. It's their trinkets and their baubles. And it makes more sense to view the cell phone store, not as a place where like Best Buy, I mean, literally Walmart, like, I just get my phone. I'll go to the Verizon store. They, and what I want, like here, convert all the data for me. Yes, I paid for Aaron. You could do that yourself. Yes, I know. But I, I want, that's what I want. I want that practical. That's not why people go there i guarantee you these motherfucking cocksuckers over at verizon t-mobile i don't know not so much interesting i go there it's a lot different but i'm going to guarantee you every other fucking cell phone store you know what's like it's a car dealership because the people aren't buying fucking communication technology they're buying fucking status it's a status symbol that's what it was People, when they go to the cell phone store place, it's like going to the car dealership. It's getting a physical item that they use to convey value and their worth to society based on, look what I got. And they go in as a fucking family or a couple and they sit down. Like when you go into a car dealership, the guy is there, the gal is there. Let's get, how can we get you into a good car? And I've always same thing with cars. I go East Side Auto in St. Paul, which if you want, you happen to be in St. Paul, go there. <clears throat> Why to go East Side Auto? Because they take scrap vehicles and they make them roadworthy again. And I get a lot of freaking you know savings that way. I'm looking for transportation. But if you're one of your normie, conformity, inferior, cocksucking, motherfucking piece of fucking shit, American fuckwits with your liberal arts degree. And your student loan debt, and your dad, and your McMansion, because you're an inferior piece of shit. You got nothing else in life, so you go what? You go through the stuff you buy, <clears throat> and it's the exact same thing as going to a car dealership. So when you go to the car dealership, like, what, what, let's get you into a car. It's like they're almost your fucking therapist. How can we get you value in agency? How can we convey? to your neighbors you don't like anyway that you're a little bit better than them at least for the next three months until bob's wife forces him to get a slightly newer car than you how do you win at the rat how do we how can we get you a new, new car and that's what it was with the cell phone thing 
you got the husband and wife going in, sitting down with the car dealer, probably because finances are kind of important. Lord knows they might also go in to the cell phone place because they a thousand dollar purchase between two phones is also the serious important purchase. One thing reason I like my girlfriend, I got a new phone. What did it cost? Five hundred dollars. A little pricey for me, but it's your money. <laughs> Have fun. I I bought this thing. Your money. By the way, gentlemen, separate finances. Just in case you were wondering. Not only does it spare your finances, like I don't care what you do, it's your money. Go. Do, I'm very libertarian. You can buy crack with your money. All right, I care. <clears throat> but I guarantee you, not only. Is it like, oh, we got to oh, look at my phone. I got the new cell phone, iPhone, small penis version. I got mosquito bite. Is that what the mosquito like? Oh, why did the guy get that? Because he's got a small dick. Why did the girl get the latest iPhone? Because she's got mosquito tit bites tits. Is that is that the thing you're compensating for? <clears throat> but their finances are probably so tight. They have to sit there and make it a communal decision. I don't share a cell phone plan with my share a cell phone plan with anyone. You want to get on our cell phone plan? No, I do not wish to join your cult. No, I, I will have my cell phone plan. I will have my vehicles. I will have my expenses. You have your expenses. Everyone's happy. <clears throat> but they had to get on the plan. Boyfriend, girlfriend on the same plan. Fuck that shit. Hooky texting. But your finances are probably so bad, you both have to go and make this big financial decision. <laughs> and it's proven true because they put you on a financing plan. And that's what happened at Verizon, which I cannot advise against Verizon uh, against it enough. I want to pay cash. I finally get this slick salesman. Oh, okay. Well, I can't give you that price. Why not? The price says it right there. 450 whatever it was. Can't be splurged. Well, if you finance $50 of it, then I can get it to you for $450. i am like, what the fuck for? Well, I, I don't know. It's just how they have the sales promotion. I'm like, all right, fine. So I, I, now I'm inconvenienced with logging in, paying this off. You're like, oh, wait a month and you pay it off. You know what it was? So I go into my account because that's what I want to fucking do, Verizon. Financing, you know, balances that can be paid off. He got a commission. Because part of it was financing, just like a fucking dealership. Because GM actually for a while, maybe today, I don't know. <clears throat> but these car dealerships, they make some money off of the sale of the, of the product, of the car. But they make more money off of the financing. That's why there was GMAC. And it's the same thing with the fucking cell phones. And he got a commission because he got a financing deal. I'm like, oh, you piece of shit scumbag. I'm, don't shop at Verizon. Just don't. It's enough for me. Like, yeah, I'll go to Walmart, get my next phone, and just figure it out myself. It's not worth having to go online, do your little financing thing. Like, okay, I got a little dick shoved up my ass that time. But it's not worth it. And I, was, I, was, and I figured out the culture. I figured out why the cell phone store was filled with so many people acting like it was a big, important decision. <clears throat> we had to have our children here to get them on the plan because that's how worthless you people are. That's how little fucking you got going on in your life. That's what worthless pieces of shit you guys are. Your cell phone is an important part of your life. It's not a tool, first and foremost, to communicate. The technology has it. My cell phone I had 10 years ago but it doesn't keep up with the 
the wireless communications, but it does. It has a browser, has apps. It texts. But that's what I use it for. You guys use it for status. That That's like going out. It's like your Christmas. Like, ooh, look, we're buying a car. We're getting a cell phone. Ooh, this is the happiest day of the year. That's your life. Wow, does it suck to be you? I don't know about you. I use my phone to call people and to text people and conduct business. Maybe take pictures. Hey, look, can't be firing a Taver 95. Maybe go on my Instagram. <clears throat> look, look. Uh, oh, yeah, here's a Cappy golfing. Fuck you, today's office. You know, that that's the extent. I don't like, ooh, what kind of phone? You could ask. The only reason I know is because I was like 12. It's 12E or something else. So I've never had, what phone is that? Couldn't give a fuck less. You know, like, hey, does that send pictures? Cool. But I forgot. Uh, I'm not normal. Like the really worthless American pieces of shit out there. Who got to have, that's their value. It's their cell phone. And now it makes sense. Now it makes total sense. And so when you go into the cell phone store, first, see if you could avoid it. Like I'm totally done with the cell phone store. Uh, no, no. I'll bag up all my pictures and videos and information. Um, you know, I, or I'll go back to T-Mobile if they ever set up some cell phone towers in the Black Hills. <clears throat> but I'm doing it all myself. I'm not going to these scumbag salespeople they got over at Verizon or wherever else. Where I, now I got to deal with a financing issue. Did that go on my credit score? Did I boost my credit score because I had a line over at Verizon? Did you report that to the credit agencies? Holy fucking waste of labor, Batman. It was a joke. Like there was like interest charge of like, you know, 25 cents. Oh, your account's got to account for that, huh? Uh, but yeah, man, just walk into the cell phone store and look. Look at those people. Look at those sad, both the employees and the customers. And watch them. Why do you seriously go in there like it's a zoo and look at their behavior? And I'm wondering if they have to have a security guard there because some worthless degenerate fuck goes in and doesn't qualify for financing and gets pissed off. Are people trying to steal the cell phones? I don't know what. <clears throat> but you know what? When I go to Walmart, I'm like, what does that phone do? I look it on my old crap phone. It's about to puke out. Oh, it does that. That's good phone. I'm getting a Walmart phone. I'm going to take out the SIM card, put it in. Bada boom, bada bing. Done. Done. Oh, so there you go. But yeah, I bet you that's what, I, and I bet you the reason the cell phone companies are scum is because they know they're not, um, <clears throat> they're not selling communication technology. They're selling a status symbol. And that's why, and, and they're going for the financing angle. I mean, that's, dude, if you're financing a phone, you know, tell me your, your, your life is, a waste of life and miserably fucked up and financially fucked up without telling me. So you financed your phone like guys that and ladies great. You always want to assess someone's finances. Great question to ask like, Oh, did you pay cash for that? Or you finance it? You're like a cell phone. No, you, you buy this car, you lease it. I'll tell you everything you need to know about that person. 
Oh, you financed it. Oh, you got good. Could you imagine there's actually conversations going on in the United States right now? Like I got a really good interest rate on my cell phone. Let me guess, you're going to spit out some children because you're the fucking stupid type that would. Just watch them. Just watch them. All right, let's go through the final super chats. I'm going to get out of here. Elkids, geez, what's going on, man? Man, he's chatty. Man, busy season ends and Chad Elkums is all over the place. Ron, our Colombian agent in the field, is here. Oh, lively chat going on. Everyone's behaving themselves. I guess there are no super chats. I'll never know what it's like to be Chad Elkins. By the way, uh, if you guys would go sign up for Chad Elkins' YouTube channel, he's going to be starting his podcast. I would like to get him to 1,000 people. There's 204 of you now. If you haven't subscribed here, subscribe here, 100,000, blah, blah, blah. But if we could all have a bunch of people subscribe to Chad's channel so that he got to 1,000 before he even did one podcast, then we could rub it in DT's face even more. It's almost like, man, you really like throwing him under the bus. I'm like, kind of, yeah, yeah. I actually don't uh I don't wish him ill. It's just like somebody some sometimes people need a kick in the nuts. Sometimes people need a kick in the nuts, otherwise they veer off the pass, path of reality. Uh oops, someone said T-Mobile is a low-cost provider, not a lot of status seekers there. Well, good, because I I just want I've I've been I was I was part of aerial communications back in 1998 and it kept getting acquired and acquired and acquired. Literally until I moved out to South Dakota. Um, the uh, <clears throat> And there's no T-Mobile. They got a T-Mobile thing. They're kind of like, yeah, you know, like only if you stay in the city. I'm like, yeah, I appreciate it. But yeah, T-Mobile is, is a great company if, if you're in a major metro. Yeah, there it is. Not a lot of status seekers there. Yep. Verizon also used to own Yahoo and, and Yahoo News. I'm like, oh, that Marxist leftist sapping wet vagina juice of a of a yahoo news no different glenn lawrence oh hey i was on a show with glenn <clears throat> over on thor's channel i'm saving money to go helicopter hog hunting with <laughs> dude it's gonna be fun that is something i gotta do yeah glenn lawrence look him up uh phil ten dollars wait people are hanging around in the cell phone store not buying phones and using it like a church and just bragging about their phones i don't think they're hanging out like you don't hang out at a car dealership but you're in there to make your money you're in there to make your money um are we caught up i think we're caught up chud grover hey Jeb, what's going on five bucks but cappy they say you need the newest iphone and range rover to get the girls a don't hate, bro. It's my dream, man. The company said six figs. Easy, dude. I don't think, thankfully, I think there's a huge amount of progress where a lot of young boys are not going down that route of fancy cars. Uh, I think, I know it's not a good thing to see young men, boys, stay at home, play video games, and jerk off to porn all the time. That's not a good thing, leaving home for their own sake. But it is also like they're throwing in the towel. They're not buying a new SUV. They're not getting the Cadillac Escalade. That is over. They're not going to college. That's a good thing because it's stupid to go to college unless you're, of course, you're majoring in the right thing. Um, So I, I it's kind of like when Gen X, we said, we're not getting fancy clothes anymore. We're going grunge. 
So now we're going to ragstock a goodwill. That was a good thing. Um, millennials, uh, the great resignation, uh, a good thing. And guy saying, I'm not getting a fancy car for no girl. A good thing. <clears throat> uh, Juan the Aztec patriarch is in the, yeah, no kidding, Juan. That's it. All right, there you go. All right. I have a bunch of crap linked down below. Uh, if you want to take a class on finances, you want to get your finances together so you're not one of these inferior fuckwits getting a good interest rate on a cell phone loan. If you don't want to be that, go take my teachable class called Achieving Financial Excellence. You can find that at the Clary School of Economic Philosophy. The minimalism course is not open because I don't feel like opening it because I'm too busy picking rocks out of my yard. Um, the menu, Life Without the Opposite Sex. Uh, if you want to go ahead and get that, if you're fine, if you're having trouble finding reason to live, something to do in life, because genetically, obviously, you were <clears throat> not only told by society, but your genetics are screaming at you to have a family. Well, that's not going to happen for half of you. Not, not even your fault. You could be in great shape. I was talking to Jack Napier, like, here's this kid, six foot one, six foot two, in great shape, handsome kid, um, hard worker, girls are shit. You're not going to find. You're not going to find it's not, And ladies, I'm sorry. You're just not going to find guys either. So you better find point and purpose in life. Get the menu. Life without the opposite sex. First chapter is dedicated to Fred. And then I don't know what else. That's about it. You can buy other stuff. All right. That's it. Sign up for Chad's channel. We'll see you guys later. Toodles.